0: Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Tell It All, where we find hope for our struggles and have a safe place for our vulnerability. I'm your host, Doriani Godoy. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode. Oh, my gosh, I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy to be just talking to you, spending time with you. I know that sounds weird, but like I do really enjoy the thought of... Spending time with you guys for a little bit and having a little conversation. As always, I feel so sad that you guys cannot talk back to me because I would love to hear y'all's opinions on a lot of the things that I say. I would love, 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 love to hear what you guys have to say but obviously that can't happen. But I'm so thankful. A lot of you do come up to me and like, we do have conversations about the things that I talk about. And it always just brings so much life into my soul because I'm just like, yes, I am so happy because a lot of like some of you guys are like, it was good. It was really what I needed to hear or, oh my gosh, I can so relate, which makes me so happy. I just am really, really thankful. And when I need encouraging, you know, when I'm literally guys, like guys, I'm really struggling with this. I've had some of you reach out to me and literally encourage me. And areas where I'm like struggling and it makes me really happy because um, that's such a gift and I'm so, so thankful to have you guys in my life. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for today's topic. Um, and before I get into it, guys, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to download the episode. Don't forget to share with your friends. All those things really, really help me and just, you know, help my podcast grow, um, which I'm really, really thankful for all of you that listen consistently and even those of you that are new or that listen sporadically i'm thankful for all of it um so today we are talking about dun 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 wait i didn't even do that right like how do you do it like, bum, 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 nah I did that wrong again, um so basically what we're going to talk about is we have envy, so I wrote down in my notes, I have like titles for all of my podcasts, and what I wrote down is we have, e- we, oh my gosh, do we get it together, we have envy for each other's relationships with God because we think Hold on, hold on. Your girl was, what was I writing, y'all? Oh my gosh. So we envy each other's relationship with God because we think the relationship is better. Mm -mm -mm. So that's what I wrote. And before I was going to talk a little bit about like the way that we love and all those things. Um, And I want to talk about that soon, maybe in the next episode. But I really, really, really want to talk this episode about that. And I constantly see it. Um, especially in the church and in even like young adults and students, like you see a lot of envy, um, for each other's lives, for each other's friend groups, for each other's, you know, successes and even like even failures, like people are like applauding it, which is terrible. Um, but I want to talk about the fact that a lot of people do envy, um, like feel envy for the relationship God has with other people, and I don't want to like I'm not gonna sit here and say like I haven't been been I I have never like I'm not gonna say that I have never looked at a at someone's relationship with God and been like wow like does God love me as much as He loves them or does God bless me the way that He blesses them does God see me the way that He sees um them and so I'm not sitting here pointing fingers I'm not like oh only these people these envious people doing all these things like no 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 remember every time I say something I'm also pointing that finger to myself because I am guilty as charged um but I think at times we forget that God is everybody's heavenly father. Like I know sometimes we think about God, like I'll think about God and I'll be like, yeah, he's my father. He's on my side. He's mine, 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 mine. And then you really think about it and you're like, well, he's all of our fathers and he loves all of us equally. And he really does feel awe and like love and compassion and great and so many good things for every single one of his children. Um, and I think sometimes we sit down and we compare, you know, we're like, God just blessed them with so much money or God blessed them with a new car or God blessed them with, um, a boyfriend or a promotion at work or whatever. And like, God's not blessing me. Or, for example, people will look at what God has done um, in other areas of people's lives. Like, I can't even, like, I don't know. (sighs) I'm trying to think. Like, even just a personal relationship, you know, people will see other people worshiping and, like, they can see Jesus just radiating out of them. You know, they're on their knees, they're freaking face down, and people are like, what the frick? Like, like Christian or Christian, you know, like what are they doing on their knees, or why are they jumping up and down, or blah blah blah, and like, and a lot of that has, and you know, you would think like, oh, they're just judging them, but in reality, it's not that they're judging them; it's that they're like, what do they have that I don't? Because a lot of Christians talk about bringing non-believers into church and think like, and they're like, guys, we want to make sure that when they look at us, they go, what do they have that we don't? Which is true; we do want that because. What we have is Jesus and it's freaking amazing and God is like, oh freaking amazing. But when you look at a but there's also Christians inside of um the church who do come consistently who still look at other Christians and like what do they have that I don't why does God touch their hearts like that why doesn't God touch my heart that way why doesn't God come into my life the way that he doesn't um in like that way why doesn't God bless me in that way why doesn't God show up for me the way that he does for them why does why is he showing up right now for them in their worship moment and not showing up for me And I think a lot of times we forget that our Heavenly Father doesn't ever move or walk away or um, change His treatment towards us. It's all about our perspective and where we stand. So, for example, if you're looking at someone who is face forward, like face down on the ground, on their knees, worshiping Jesus, and you sit there and you look at them and you're like, what the frick are you doing, you weirdo, get the frick up. And Or you're just like, why, like what do they have that I don't? Well, it's not that they they have something that you don't, because we all have Jesus and we all have the heavenly, like we all have the Lord once we're saved and, um, we get to enjoy it. We get to have his compassion, his grace, his good gifts, but the difference is that they're willing to open their hearts up for Jesus. And they're willing to, um, be like, God, I'm all yours right now. And this is a moment. And I'm not saying that like, there haven't been times where i've put my hand up and like felt like i was really worshiping the lord and i still felt really disconnected to him so you always have to be really careful too about how you compare yourself and what you really envy because are you envying the way that they like worship the lord and what might look like their 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 like goodness for the lord or are you envying something that's real which you shouldn't envy in general but i'm just saying sometimes we forget that there are A bit like people have the ability to fake this thing, like this so called connection and this so called, like, um, encounter with Jesus because it is so easy to mimic what other people do who do feel the Lord or even mimic the times that you have truly felt the Lord and been like, well, this is what I did when I felt him and I want to feel him again. And so I think a lot of times we fall into the comparison of our relationship with with relationships with Jesus because we believe that Jesus has favorites. And I literally cannot stand that like, um, that statement like oh jesus really has a favorite and i've said it before and sometimes i think it like as a joke i'm like haha jesus has favorites but the thing is like jesus doesn't have favorites and i don't like that that's like circulating because people are going to actually think that jesus has favorites and that he like favors um like one christian to another christian and like in reality that's not true Like Jesus loves every single one of us. He died for every single one of us. He didn't die for one person and then the other one, he died a little less. Like, no, he literally died. His blood covered it all, his blood covered every single one of us. He is fully in love and like he sees us as the masterpiece that we are and he wants to have a relationship with us. The thing is, some people press in more than others. And I um I have had times where I will literally look at someone. And I'll be like, I can see Jesus. And before, before my healing process, envy and like discontentment, I think that's a word, discontent with my own life was very much so a thing, it very much so radiated off of like everything that I had to give basically, like to offer and stuff it was just radiating off of me. I was like, why why do they have that I don't have? And in reality, it's not that they had something that I didn't have. It was that I wasn't pressing into my relationship with Christ. It wasn't that I was I wasn't seeking him like I should have. I wasn't talking to him like I should have. And um I have moments where I'm just like, God, like, what are you doing? I don't hear you. I don't feel you, but I can see what you're doing in other people's lives. Like, God, don't forget about me. And the thing is, God doesn't forget about us. Like, God doesn't look to the side and say, like, oh, whatever. Like, you're being like, whatever. Yeah, there's another one of my kids asking me for something, whatever. Let me go bless this other kid because I just want to bless them more than I do. Like, no. Like, our Heavenly Father looks at every single one of us. He answers our prayers. Um according to his will and so i think that a lot of times too we forget that he has We have free will to choose, but at the same time, his will is greater than ours. And sometimes we look at other people's life and say, well, God's blessing them in that area. But it's like, well, it's just not your time to receive blessings in that area. It's just not your time to do that. But you just have to wait. And that's where the trust and the patience and the compassion of knowing that we have a compassionate father and the compassion with Jesus to take his time whenever he's making sure that this is the right thing for us. It takes time. It takes precision. I can't even say this word, um, precision, I can't say it. I literally have it in my brain, and I can't freaking say the word, um, it takes time, it takes like an artist, God is an artist of our lives, he's the artist of our lives, and so when we give him the the paintbrush, and we say, hey God, I want you to paint my life, um, I want you to give me the things that you desire, I want to I want my desires to be your desires. I want my wants to be your wants. I want my heart to break for what your heart breaks and stuff like that are things that we really look at. And we say, you know, we want that. Like, I want to ask Jesus that I really genuinely want my heart to be what he wants. I want to desire what he desires. I want to be gifted. Like he is not gifted. I want to be seen the way he sees other people. Like, I want to be seen the way he sees me. I want to see other people the way he sees other people. And so at times we sit there and we compare and we say, God, he's, you know, you're loving them more. You, you gave them more gifts. You made them prettier. You made them skinnier. You made them richer. Whatever that comparison might be. We look at it and we say, well, God, why did you do that to them? But you didn't do that to me. But at the end of the day, I think we forget that Jesus made us in his image and we're perfected through him. So, um, you know, when it comes to physical stuff, like God didn't make you any less pretty. God made you just as pretty as he thought you would be because he thinks you're perfect. And he thinks you're amazing the way you look, the way you, you, how tall you are, how, how your hair lays, how your nose looks like Jesus made you. And he said, yeah, that's my perfect child right there. Look how beautiful they are. Because at the end of the day, guys, it's not about the looks, but what's about, but it's all about what's on the inside. Um, And so when you compare your relationship and the blessings that God has given others, you got to look at your own blessings too, because I think a lot of times I know I forget that God is blessing me in areas that, um, where I need blessings and, oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I just started thinking about this, that I do this too. And I literally was just like, boom, God just preached at me right now, this moment. He literally was like, Dory, sometimes you look at other people's lives and you want their blessings, but it's but in reality, you need blessings in other areas of your life. You sit here and you say, well, I want abundance and money. But in reality, that's not your problem right now. What you need is abundance and health. Or you say, God, I want a boyfriend. I want to have guys in my DMs. I want to have this in my in my life. And God's like, that's not my, it's not your time to be blessed in that area. It's your time to be blessed in healing. Or you say, you know, God, why don't I have like the newest clothes? Why don't I this, whatever, you know, whatever you're comparing yourself to. And God's like, Hey, Hey, the thing is I will bless you in that area, but it's not your time yet. It's your time time to be blessed in other areas and of course we have a good father who he knows the desires of our hearts he knows exactly what we need and exactly what we want and he will give it to us but at his own time he knows exactly when we need it when we need it and so when we look at other people's blessings and we envy their blessings we need to remember that we also have our own and at times we forget to look at our blessings we forget to look at the small things we forget to look at the way God shows up for us because we say you know God you're showing up for them in such a good way you're showing up for them every single day I see the way you Show up for them in worship. I see the way you show up for them in prayer. I see the way you show up for them in relationship and in their career and everything. And you say, Where are you in my career? And God said, All you have to do is look. All you have to do is look. I'm right here. You just got to look up. You got to look up. You got to look at me. I'm right here. God is right there. Right there. And that's something I have to remind myself consistently. I'm like, God, where are you? And He's like, I'm right here. Right here, I've never left your side. I'm right here. I love you. I got you. I'm going to take care of you. I'm not working harder in their lives than I am in yours. I'm not looking at them and saying they're a treasure and not looking at you and saying the same. I'm looking at you and I'm saying you are a treasure. You are worthy. You are lovable. You are compassionate. You deserve compassion. You deserve grace. You're a good child and you deserve good things. All my children deserve good things. That's what God looks at us and says, because he's a good father and he's a father who gives good gifts. He is the father of beauty, the father of love, the father of compassion, the father of grace. He is our heavenly father who perfects us. And I know that sometimes it can be really, really easy to look at other people's lives and say, you know, God, you're working so hard in their lives. I don't see you working in mine and all he's saying, all you got to do is look for me and every little moment, every tiny bit, guys, when I tell you that it is so much fun to look for Jesus in the day-to-day, so much fun, you say, oh my gosh, God, even the little things, like things like, you know, you pull out of the parking spot, and you say, oh my gosh, merging into this freaking row is going to be hard as heck, and then the road is just clear, just clear, and I always go, Thank you, Jesus. You knew exactly what I needed. And I mean, you know, people could say, ah, Dory, you. you just got lucky. But like, I don't believe, I believe God's got me. And like, maybe the road could have been completely full and God could have been like, okay, I might have not been able to clear the road, but I got you. I would, I'm going to help you control that anxiety you're about to have about crossing this road. Like, that's the dumbest example. But I'm just going to say the re- most recent example, you know, with stuff like that, where I'm just like, it's like the dumbest thing. But if you just look for Him, Y'all, you got to look for him because we can look, the thing, oh, oh my gosh, all good things today. The thing is, all we do is sit and look at other people's lives and all we see, all we do is sit and look for God in other people's lives, but we don't look at God in our lives. We sit there and go, well, God is in his relationship. God is in his job. God is in his family. God's got them. God has them. But we don't sit here and look at what God has done for us. We're like, "Where's God? Where is He? I don't see Him." And you're like, "Hey, look at what He's doing. Look at your job. Look at your look at your life. There's a roof over your head. There's food on your food on your table." And sometimes, guys, we need to go through like some hard things, and you might look at God and say, "Like God, You're working in their lives, but I don't see You working in mine. I'm going through it." God's like, "I know. I know you're going through it, and you know, sadly, this is what this world is all about." It brings hardship and trauma and pain and abuse and punishment and all these really terrible things because we live in a broken world. But thankfully, we have a father who redeems it. And sometimes we, you know, go through things and we and it grows us. It helps us become the people that we are today. And so I know that at times it's so, so much easier to look at somebody's life and say, well, they've had it easy or well, God's just in their relationship. God blesses them, but God doesn't bless me. No, God blesses you. God wants you. God is just so excited to be a part of your life. You just got to stop looking at other people's book. You got to stop reading their pages. You got to stop looking. You got to look at your own page and your own book and see, see the author. God is the author of our story, the author of our lives. He is the artist who paints our world, who paints our life, who writes novels about us of how much and all he is. But you got to stop looking at other people's book and you got to start looking at yours and being like, where is God in my book? And he's like, I'm the author. So I'm literally everywhere. Hey, um, and I'm not saying like you can't read other people's books. I love hearing people's story. I love talking to people about their lives. I love asking, you know, how is your life? How are you doing? How's work? How's this? And I'm nosy as crap. And I'll be like, so what, you know, what were you like when you were a kid? Like I literally have asked people like, so what are your parents like? Like, I just love to know things. I'm nosy. I want to get to know you. I want to know you. I want to know what makes you, you. But that doesn't mean that I'm reading that book and I'm sitting here and going, well, I see God everywhere, but I don't, I'm going to go back to mine and, and, you know, see the lack of God in mine. Because if you look at it with the lens of like, well, I'm never going to see God or I don't see God enough. I only see him a little bit. Oh, mm, 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 mm. no, no, because he's literally in everything. Ain't no coincidence. Ain't no coincidence in this life. God does everything with intent, with a purpose, for a reason. He does things with love and compassion and grace. it's like yummy, he's such a good father. Um. So guys, I guess I'm gonna leave. I don't even know how long I've been talking. I haven't been looking at my computer. Um, cause I like always stress about time because I want to like make these podcasts like a decent. Like time, but at the same time, who cares? I just need to say what I need to say, and then I get to be like skadoodle. But I literally love doing this so much, so I like love talking to you guys. I just don't want to continue, like I don't want to repeat myself. Um, but I guess I just encourage you to allow God to continue to write your book, and I encourage you to partner with Him in it. I encourage you to sit and, you know, maybe God will draw the picture and you'll color in the lines um, and you'll color in the, you know, the words or title things or highlight things. um, Allow him to write your story, but allow yourself to be the co-writer of it. Allow yourself to um, trust God in the process by also... Trusting yourself a little bit and giving yourself a little bit of compassion and grace when it comes to it, because it is hard and it's not this thing that's like so freaking easy. But when you look at your your own story, you look at your book, you look at your life and you see him and you begin to remove your vision, your your eyes, you begin to stop reading other people's stories and you just begin to be in awe of your own, it becomes so much more healthy. It becomes this very freeing feeling because God shows up in so many areas of your life and your story is yours and only yours. It is not anyone else's. And that's the beauty of your story. So, enough comparison, enough, you know, God blesses them, but He doesn't bless me because, like, He he does bless, he, he blesses us equally just in different areas. And that's where we have to be really intentional about looking for him in the areas where we might not see him at all. We might be completely blinded and saying, God is not in this. And God's like, no, I am. I am in it. You just got to look for me. You just got to ask for me. You just got to pray for me. You got to ask me, Hey Jesus, like, where are you at? You got to ask the questions that are needed to be asked. Um, But yeah, guys, I encourage you to um, highlight them pages, add pictures to it, scrapbook your freaking life. It's going to be amazing. Um, Just continue to push forward with Jesus, continue to get closer to him, continue to look for him in your life, continue to grow in your relationship with him, Um, whatever that might look like, worship music, read your Bible, go on Bible dates or like go on a date with him, go watch the sunset, just talk to him for hours or even just begin to look for him in literally every crevice of your life, I promise it will bring you so much joy. Um, because if you look at other people's lives, like, and you see the joy that Jesus brings them, why can't you also have that same joy? There's so much beauty in looking at our lives and seeing God in every single crevice because, you just—it's like I don't know about y'all, but like I get so freaking excited. Like I'd be like, "Hey, look at you, Jesus! You did that! Yeah, you did that! I know you did that! Okay, you ain't gotta—you ain't even gotta tell me. I know you did it." Um, it just like brings me joy because I don't—cause I am so thankful that I have a heavenly father who is involved in my life and who wants to be involved and who wants to see me and wants to hear me and wants to know about me. And he wants to be a part of my life. Every single little detail, he wants to be a part of it. Um, How lucky we are that the creator of the world sees us and he chooses us. And he says, I want to be a part of your life every single day, every minute, every second of the day. I want to be with you. I want to love you. I want to teach you. I want to guide you. I want to love you. I just want to sit here with you. I just want to sit. You're never, ever alone. You're safe with me. I'm right here. I'm right here every single time because I'm here because I'm a father and I'm a good father and I don't leave my children behind he doesn't Mm. he walks with us he loves us he shows up for us he's so good to (sighs) us. oh my goodness so freaking good we have such a good father um yeah guys that's all i got for you today um guys if you haven't freaking gone and heard um i always forget like what the freaking how do you say the thing um um how do you freaking <laughs> gyro there we go i was like trying to sing it in my brain to see what the name was um but if you guys haven't listened to gyro by elevation um music, I think, City, Elevation, something, um, Elevation and Maverick City, y'all are missing out, it is truly such a gift, it is God-given, uh, I would say he even wrote that dang song, it is so freaking good, it is so life-changing, you guys have to go listen to it, um, I highly recommend it if you are looking for a new Christian song, um, but yeah, other than that, guys, I'm so freaking thankful, um, that you took the time to listen to this. Um, I really, really appreciate you. I'm so thankful for you. And, um, I just, just know I'm praying for y'all. Um, if you guys ever need any prayers, you guys know, like my Instagram is in the, um, description of the episode. You guys can DM me anytime. Please ask for any prayer requests. Um, and if you know me personally, please, please, please reach out. You know how much, Um, well, you probably, well, you might know, you might not know, but I would love to pray with you and I would love to walk with you in whatever you might be struggling with. Um, all right, guys, I just want to leave you with that and just want to thank you for listening and I'll talk to you guys on the next episode of tell it